What's up, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of the First Step Podcast. Uh, basically, I'm just going to go off the cuff today. Obviously, that always works out pretty well, right? Uh, basically, I just wanted to give you a background story on First Step, kind of what First Step is, where it came about, and just you know, give you an idea of what to expect down the road, basically, from us and this podcast. Uh, basically, I'll start with uh, the background information of you know how we got here. Um, I was coaching basketball in Fenville, Michigan, uh, my hometown, and we had an unfortunate turn of events, basically, and it kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things. And I, I didn't know if I wanted to be in Michigan the rest of my life, if I wanted to keep coaching right now. I was only probably 22 at the time. And I just remember in the back of my mind, always, um, I used to vacation in Arizona. My uncle lived out here for give or take 10 years, and he would always say, you know, get off your mom's tit, you know, very sweet guy. He would tell me, you know, get off my mom's tit and, you know, come live life, come enjoy life, come do something else. And, you know, that clicked into my mind as soon as, you know, this happened. And I'm going to touch on the, uh, what happened is exactly what made me move out there in a later episode. But for now, um, you know, I planned my ticket. I knew exactly where I was going. I told my uncle, you know, this is the date I'm coming out, this, this, and this. He said, cool. Just let me know. Send me the itinerary, all that stuff. But I didn't tell my mom. Now, I'm a big mama's boy. And, you know, I felt like this was going to hurt her or that I was doing the wrong thing and she was going to talk me out of it. So I just held it off, held it off, held I literally told everybody in my family. Uh, we used to do a lot of uh, Sunday dinners at my uh, grandma's house. So, you know, I would tell one aunt this weekend, one aunt that weekend, one aunt. and eventually I knew it was just going to come out, and I knew it was going to boil over to a point where it's like, okay, now there's no turning back, and that moment came probably about three, two, three weeks out, and, you know, she found out at the table, you know, I'm eating my rice and beans, got the tortilla in my hand, and then all of a sudden, you know, they dropped that on me, and one of my aunts had asked, so when are you leaving? And my mom just looks up, ghost white. You know, she's a pretty dark-skinned Mexican lady. So uh, to see a Mexican woman go ghost white is a little different. But we got home that night and she, you know, we got into a huge fight. And it was it was really weird because obviously there's usually a give and take in a fight. And it was literally my mom just boom, 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 boom. You're doing the wrong thing. What are you doing about school? This and that, which obviously, you know, is, is kind of a scary thing. But at the end of the fight, it was almost like, you know, this is happening. It wasn't necessarily like you're not going. It was like her getting out all her frustrations and see you later. So, you know, that's my advice. And if you want to go, just slightly let it come out a little bit. But uh, so I went out to Arizona uh, the first month and a half absolutely sucked ass. I mean, I was filling out resume after resume after resume, and I thought, you know, I'm going to hit the ground running. And I was doing mostly restaurant work because that's, you know, what I was doing back at home was uh, bartending and serving. And it was really weird because you'd go into these restaurants with your resume, you know, you're thinking, okay, I'm going to walk out and they're going to give me a call the next day. That didn't happen. Literally every restaurant was like, okay, go online, fill this out, fill this out, fill this out. So it's like wait, you don't want to have a conversation. You don't want to see that I can form a conversation and talk to you and serve your guests, you know, this and that. But uh, it, it was really weird. So for the first month and a half, I just didn't have anything to do. I was 
I didn't really know if I wanted to do restaurant work again, if I was going to wait this long, do I try out something else, sales or anything like that. And, you know, I started watching, you know, I, I had a game plan of, you know, I'd do resumes in the morning and then I watch movies, um, play video games later in the day. And that shit gets old really quick. You can only watch so many movies and you can only play so many video games until you get bored out of your mind. So then I changed my changed it up again as the time went and I'd do resumes in the morning and then I'd sit outside and it was the summertime. So it's like 110 degrees and I'd sit on this little rocking chair that we had or, or a porch swing. And then when it got too hot, I'd jump in the pool, swim some laps, jump back out, sit down for a little bit. You know, I'd listen to music and, you know, just chill, just kind of relax, taking the time that I had, I guess, try to enjoy it the best I could. Um, and basically, you know, there came to a point where I just, you know, listened to all the music, it seemed like. It just seemed like I listened to basically my whole playlist. I don't know if Spotify was around back then, but, you know, I had a pretty small playlist. And, you know, there's I'd, I'd have the music on, but it was almost like I hit a quiet patch. And I just did a lot of thinking. I just uh, sat there and, you know, thought about life and family and, you know, got my philosophical on. Basically, I was just, you know, sitting out there not to be too sappy, but thought of everything. And, you know, I started doing things that I really never done before. Like I started writing and, you know, maybe I'd write about the day before, like a little girl, like a diary uh, or dreams or, you know, whatever it may be. I just started writing and it was kind of cool. It was therapeutic. It was a way to get things out without, you know, really getting them out, I guess. And another thing I started doing which I loved to when I was little, I just didn't hadn't done it in a long time, was uh, drawing. And, you know, I took art classes when I was older, um, you know, like after school program. And basically, I'll tell you this, I love art and I love to draw, but I'm dog shit. Like if I take my time and slowly draw so every line is perfect and every circle and every, you know, I, I, can, I can finagle my way around a decent design, but, you know, I'm pretty dog shit at it. But either way, uh, but I, I love the idea of drawing, you know, you got this blank sheet of paper and then you're just kind of looking at it and your mind goes somewhere and, you know, you just you know, draw it down. It's pretty cool. It's uh, it's definitely uh, something that's very cool to see, especially from other people's aspects is seeing what they draw and things like that. So always been a big fan of art. And I remember drawing logos for some reason. I don't even know why. I don't, I don't remember the direction I was trying to go, what I was trying to do, but somehow I got into my mind where I'm like, okay, I'm going to create a clothing line. You know, let's be like everybody else. Let's uh, throw throw my hat in the ring and create a clothing line. So I started coming up with, I know my direction. Let me tell you something about my style. It's the most plain Jane style. You could, a lot of blues, a lot of blacks, a lot of solid colors. Um, standard jeans, standard white sneakers, maybe gray, if I'm feeling a little frisky. Um, so my style isn't exactly out there, you know what I mean? It's, it's pretty uh, tight-knit boring. But the one thing I did love, and as far as if I was going to create a clothing line, uh, the direction I wanted to go in was streetwear, because I, I loved everything about streetwear. And streetwear is, is one of those things that can kind of go a lot of different ways. It has a lot of different... I guess, definitions, depending on the person you're talking to. But I mean, the streetwear that I follow, the streetwear that I like is heavily incorporated in the skateboarding world, uh, hip hop, graffiti, 
uh, you know, all that. I loved every bit of it. I'm a, I'm a big hip hop fan. Common, um, Lute, who was, you know, kind of breaking down the scene. J. Cole. Um, I mean, obviously, I listen to all the older guys, but, you know, I'm just kind of drawing a blank right now. Uh, like I said, I love art. So graffiti is, you know, one of the first things I seen where it was just kind of different. You know, when we go to Chicago in the summertime, I'd go visit my aunt and she kind of lived in, you know, not the hoodest of places, but it was it was pretty rough around the edges. And uh, I remember, you know, when we I know we'd get there because, you know, when I'm in a car, I just sleep and there's nothing for me to do. You know, let's listen to music. I'm going to sleep. So I knew when I would get there because there was this big wall on the side of the school and there was always a different graffiti picture. And I knew I was there, you know, because they just leave me in the car. They go upstairs, let me sleep. And it was always cool to see because, it, you know, for the longest time, it was like San Guadalupe, Mother Teresa or uh, Mother Mary, whatever it may be. Um, that was the picture usually. But, you know, every once in a while they change it up. They'd switch around exactly what they were doing um, artistic wise. And that was the first time I saw like real graffiti and being in Chicago and you see graffiti everywhere. And it's just kind of a beautiful thing. And so that was like the direction I wanted to go in because I loved everything about it. I mean, I'm not a big skateboarding guy, but I loved looking at the art and, you know, looking at the skateboards. After the second time I busted my ass on a skateboard, I said, you know, this probably ain't for me. So, you know, I had my direction. Um, you know, I, I based a lot of my stuff off like, you know, I'm a big fan of LRG, Stussy, um, Johnny Cupcakes, The Hundreds, you know, all that type of stuff. So I wanted something in that uh, direction, basically. So I started creating stuff. I was trying to figure out, okay, what's going to be my logo? What's going to be my name? And for some reason, I landed on this name Epiphany because I felt like this is, you know, I'm started uh sorry it kind of cut off on me there but um it was epiphany and the logo was going to be a light bulb that was broken and you know kind of where i got that idea from was all like the old school cartoons where you know you had whoever it may be uh you know having the light bulb above his head and he'd be stroking his chin and then all of a sudden he got that idea and then the bulb would just either glow or it just blow up like let's do this right now and you know that's kind of where i got that idea from and the first thing I did was I went on Google and I typed in Epiphany Clothing. That let me know right there how individual I was and how much of a unique idea I had because there was about 95 other people who had Epiphany Clothing, Epiphany Apparel, Epiphany this, Epiphany that. So I was like, shit, well, I can't do that. So I kind of put that on the back burner and I, you know, I'd draw from time to time, but I ended up getting a job at Yelp, which fucking sucked. But uh, I worked there for like a year. And then, you know, I just kind of got sick of Arizona. And I said, you know, I need a little bit of a change. So I moved back home for about a month. No, probably two months or so. And I was working in a factory, you know, getting up at 4 a.m., being there at 4.30. And, you know, I'm a morning person, so it didn't affect me that much. But I'll tell you what, I wouldn't wish working in a factory at nobody it's an honest living but easily the most boring job and the most mind-numbing bullshit you can absolutely do um but it pays the bills but also i mean anybody that's went to college or you know moved to another state and then went home knows exactly what i'm saying where it sucks it absolutely is the worst you're going back to rules you can't stay out all night there's too many questions about where you were Da, 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 da. And I'm, you know, 23 at the time. 
So it's like, damn, this sucks. And, you know, you got chores and you got all this shit when you're hungover. You can't sleep in and, you know, all this. So I was ready to go, you know, whether it be get an apartment or just leave in general. So I was talking with a buddy of mine who had been living out in Atlanta for probably a year. And he said, you know, at the end of our conversation, he had, you know, nothing but good things to say. He was loving it, everything like that, besides the traffic. And he said, you know, if you ever want to come out, live with us, you know, pay rent, but, you know, feel free to come out. And then, you know, I don't even think I said bye. I hung up the phone and I started packing and I was gone a week later and I was out in Atlanta, which was kind of weird because I never looked at Atlanta as ever a destination point for anybody. Um, you know, it was just one of those signs you saw one of the billboards was Atlanta when you were going down to Florida for spring break. So I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know, um, anything about the South besides, you know, it was good weather and, um, margaritas basically. So I get there and I was fortunate enough. They hooked me up with a job right away. I was doing cold calling for a business that, you know, builds websites and, uh, like social media marketing basically for companies and but I was only working part-time I was like Monday Wednesday Friday so you know four days out of the seven I had off so I had a lot of time on my hands so I picked back up drawing and I was like you know touching on logos a little bit I completely threw epiphany clothing out but I was like I kind of want to run with this idea a little bit see where I could take it and so I started doing um different logos and i started watching a lot of interviews with um i, I watched a couple with johnny cupcakes and i watched a lot with uh, the bobby hundreds they do a lot of the cool stuff with videos and being able to interact with fans and, and telling their story a little bit um, and i remember one of them or probably both of them kind of played off really well on each other and it was kind of like they took things that were in their lives before or something that they loved in their lives and they incorporated it into their brand or that's how they got their name or that's how they they base their designs off of and I think Johnny Cupcakes for some reason I remember this it was either a song that he had or that was the stage name or that was the band name I, I really can't remember exactly but it was it was something of that nature of something he already played off on um, so you know I started looking at my life a little bit going from you know coaching basketball something I absolutely loved um, moving out to Arizona moving back to Michigan and as soon as I could turn around moving back out to Atlanta and you know I was thinking like I never thought about anything I, I just kind of did I just kind of went I, I you know just did in what I wanted basically and that sorry that after the use kind of cuts off from time to time uh basically back to what I was saying so I started to look at you know everything that I had been in and like I said I just kind of went and I did uh, basically I landed on the name first step because, you know, everything that I did literally wasn't a thought. It was just go, go, go. And then I started thinking, breaking it down a little bit. It definitely clicked. And I was like, this makes a lot of sense. And I started to like really think about it. And you're thinking of anything good or bad, you know, you always have to take that first step, whether it be, you know, getting out of your comfort zone, fear, um, getting out of a bad situation, getting into a good situation, you know, whatever it is. And then I started to realize that once I started to say the name, it's literally the, like one of the most commonly used phrases or I, I don't know, 
two words, I guess you could say, that nobody really recognizes, I guess. And, you know, that it, it immediately just clicked. And then I started drawing up logos. And that was the hardest thing because I had no clue what the hell I was going to do. How do you do a logo for first step? And I, I typed it into Google and I, I cheated, obviously. Typed it into logo or typed it into Google, you know, started scrolling through, scrolling through, scrolling through. And then I landed on one that wasn't copyrighted. It wasn't anything else. And I just, you know, took it. I, I was like, this is what I'm going to use. I like it. And it, when I tell you it looked like when your kid in a gardener, you know, puts the paint on the foot and then, you know, stamps it on the paper and then brings it home and you're expected to hang it on like that's a piece of art. I mean, it's cute. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, it it was um, that level of design and I was ready to go. I mean, one thing about me, if you follow anything that I do, you're going to know that. I go a hundred miles an hour until I hit that first roadblock. And then once I hit that first roadblock, it's like shit. And I fall off real hard and you know, but it's, it's nice. It's given me, I think that's why, you know, first step has been, you know, the thorn in my back because I've been working on this for like, I don't know, six years or something like that. But, uh, you know, I put the first shirts out and you know, that was me going a hundred miles an hour. I, you know, all I could think of was, no more nine to five, no more this, no more that. This is going to pay my bills. This is going to do this. And, you know, that's all that I could think of. And I didn't think of, you know, design and fonts and this and that. Don't get me wrong. I picked out fonts and um, I picked out this and that, but I never had like a general direction. I just went. And the first shirts I released, I think it was like an Abraham Lincoln face. And I, you know, took one of his quotes was like, I, I'm, and I'm pretty sure Abraham Lincoln didn't even say this, but it was like if ah, good things come to those who wait, but better things come to those who hustle, which I'm pretty sure hustle wasn't even around when Abraham Lincoln was around. So um, yeah, I, I doubt he said it, but either way, I put that quote in front of his face, backdropped his face on that, and then I had the footprint on the back. And, you know, I was really proud of it at the time because it was something I created. It was something not necessarily my design, but it's something I created. Um, and then the other one was just a, a basic cursive font with a big uh, footprint in the back and then a footprint on the top back of uh, the shirt. Um, they sold very badly, uh, <laughs> to say the least. I mean, obviously, my family and friends supported me and they bought some shirts and you know, looking back at it now, I'm like, why the hell did I even do that? Why? But that's, you know, me going 100 miles an hour was I wasn't thinking about the general direction. And I, I was realizing that looking at those shirts and, you know, those designs, it wasn't anything to do with me. Like I took the logo. The only thing that was was the name. And, you know, that was kind of loosely based because everyone uses it, you know, and um, so I got to the point where I started drawing up my own foot and I came out with a new foot and I came out with two new shirts and, um, I liked it. It, it. They were a lot more me. I think the first shirt was a bear with, you know, it, it had clippers on the bottom and it like someone shaved a uh, footprint into his backside. And then the other one was a baseball style tee, black sleeves, white body, first step, uh, low or type on the front and then big logo on the back. And, you know, I, I don't know why I didn't push them more. 
because uh, people were liking them. I just, I don't know if I was, yeah, I don't know if it was fear. I don't know if I was being self-conscious, but I just didn't do anything with them. Like I had a whole, I had these two boxes of t-shirts for like three years and, you know, I never pushed them and, you know, I usually just gave them away for free and people liked them, you know. Um, you know, I don't know what it was, but I think there was something there that still wasn't me, I think. And I, I think I really understood that. So I started hitting the logo again and I had, I drew it up again and then I put a little bandage on the bottom right and I had someone graphic design it out for me, vector it out for me. And it came back and I absolutely hated it. Like I absolutely hated it. And I think that when you look at something for so long, you have an idea of what you want it to look like and what you want it to um, just be about. And this logo that he brought back to me was very cartoonish. And I didn't say anything back to the guy, but I, you know, I sent it to a couple of my close friends and you know, they absolutely loved it. And then I started to like take a step back and, you know, I realized like that was, that was me. It was playful. It was, uh, um, I don't know what the word would be, but it had a little bit of a message to it and it was cool. It was, you know, cartoonish. It had the, it had the bandaid on the bottom right. And basically, you know, when you're taking your first step, it's never going to be easy because you're either stepping out of a comfort zone or like I said, stepping into fear or, you know, it's, it's never easy. It takes a lot to take that first step. And then once you take that first step, there's going to be a lot of bumps and bruises on the way, a lot of setbacks, a lot of all this, a lot of bullshit you're going to take. And that's what that Band-Aid represents is just, you know, your rough times it, going towards success, going towards anything. Um, so I, I felt like I finally landed on a logo and a name and now it was time to find the direction because I wasn't really sure exactly what I wanted to do with first step I, I kind of fell out of the love with designing the clothing I, I loved it but I didn't want to be the only thing you know I wanted to actually take this into something that would inspire motivate and everything in between with people you know because like I said I'm, I'm I'm a very big people person. I like to see people happy. Um, I like to see people triumph. I like to see people, you know, you know, just do what they love, basically. And I think a lot of people today, you know, we're all kind of stuck in this rut of not doing what the hell we want to do. Um, so I, I have a direction now, and this is where this podcast is coming from. Is, you know, I wanted to be able to talk about a lot of wide range of topics, ranging from. You know, it, it, this podcast is going to be very real. You know, obviously I swear a little bit. I, I have a very worse mouth outside of this, but I'll try to keep it to lower key. Uh, but I want it to be, you know, about, you know, some of the fears I've had, some of the tough times I've had, some of the sad times, some of the great times. You know, there's a number of things that go on um, when it comes to taking that first step and really putting yourself out there. So I, you know, I wanted this to be an outlet for people to understand the backstory of First Step and know that, you know, we're here for you and um, we definitely will continue to be here for you. And, you know, this is a direction I definitely want to take First Step in. So, you know, going down the road, we're definitely going to be open for any type of discussion, anything you guys want to talk about, anything you want to hear about. Um, obviously, 
I'm going to start having some guests on hopefully within a couple of weeks. I think the first couple of weeks, I'll just kind of knock it out myself, but I'm definitely going to have some people on, share their stories. And um, I just want this to be a place where people can relate because I feel like today we all feel like we're kind of alone. And um, even though everyone has been through just about everything, you always, when you're going through it, you always feel like you're alone. You feel like you can never relate to anybody, um, good, bad, or ugly. So, and that's where I want this to be an outlet for people. So, um, other than that, you know, that's basically the rundown of what you're going to expect from First Step, a little background on First Step. And, uh, you know, thank you very much for tuning in. And um, I'm not really sure, I'll, I'll let you guys know social media wise what days I'll be releasing this. I'll probably release this today, which is Friday. Uh, I think this is December 7th, but I'll let you know for sure as a more clear kind cut date. So thank you very much for tuning in. And if you have any questions, just hit me up on social media. And thank you very much, guys.